Previously on Thomas and the Bible, Jesus decries wealth and worrying about material things, saying that God will take care of your needs. He tells Christians not to judge others, some advice I think they should start listening to. Jesus prophesies that people who think they're his followers actually aren't, and he will tell them that they aren't to God on Judgment Day. Jesus heals a bunch of people, apparently with some charisma, according to Thomas. People are amazed that he can control the water and the weather. He also exercises some demons and stuff, with a Thomas Yawn count of two. Thank you, Harley, for that intro. Um, yeah. So, let's see. Anything to say before I get... Oh, this is episode 200, I think. Episode 200 of A Thomas in the Bible. That's a lot. Um, so, we're going to read Matthew 10 to 12. Oh, New Testament count is negative three. Negative three episodes until the New Testament, guys. God, I'm excited. So, uh, look forward to that. Um, uh, still not in my house that I'm trying to buy, so my schedule is hell, my internet connection is bad, and, but you guys won't notice that, because I somehow will upload this, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a little rough, so I'm looking forward to getting back, um, to having my own place to live, and setting up my awesome studio again, so that will be fun. I'm also exhausted. Uh, but enough about me. What about you? How are you guys doing? No? Okay. Well, you, you, I mean, you don't be afraid to tell me how you're doing. I mean, this is a two-way relationship, so I don't know really what the problem is. Is it something I said, or you just don't feel like talking right now? Okay. Uh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll read the Bible if you don't want to have an exchange of any kind. Fine. All right. Fine. Let's. Hey. You know what? All right. I'm moving. I'm. I, I, I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. Okay. Matthew ten. I'm moving on. I'm not. I don't even care. Matthew ten. Don't do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Um. Matthew ten. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits and power of attorney, just in case anything happened to him. Not really. Just power against unclean spirits. If you were a clean spirit, though, you could pretty much do whatever you want. I don't think there's any stopping you. The world is your oyster if you are a clean spirit. Simply bathe, uh, practice good hygiene, and uh, and be a spirit. And uh, you can do whatever you want. And heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. So he gave his disciples powers to do all this stuff. What the hell? I've never heard of that. I didn't... I don't... I mean, hmm, we'll see how this goes. But I don't remember any famous story or any, you know, anything where Jesus gave his disciples like, Oh, see all these powers I have. Yeah, you can have them. I'm you know, whatever you want. Like, doesn't that cheapen them a little bit? You know, I don't know how they're allowed to have them. Now the names of the 12 apostles are these, the first Simon, who is called Peter. Well, just then call him Peter. Why do I need to, what, what am I doing with it? anyway? And Andrew his brother, Andrew. I've never heard of this disciple. Andrew. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, sure. Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas, oh, cool. Matthew, the publican, which I had to look up, is like a tax collector, I think. James, the son of Alphaeus and Lebius, whose surname was Thaddeus. Yeah, I'm real tired, so the yawn count is going to be rough. Sorry about that. 
it's a really hard schedule I'm on right now because I live very far away from my workplace. So that sucks. But uh, don't cry for me, Argentina. I will be in uh, my new house, hopefully, probably not next week, next episode, but definitely by the one after that, I shall be pretty much back to normal. Um, but maybe next week I might get to move in next week. Anyway, who cares? No one cares. Um, so we got a publican, Lebius, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. (laughs) I like that. Like, oh yeah, he betrayed him. Whatever. It just sort of references it right there. So we'll see how that develops, but I don't know why you need, look, Bible, either give me some, like, give me a gripping narrative where it's like, ooh, what's Jesus, what's Judas going to do? Is he going to betray Jesus or not? What's going to happen? Is he going to, you know, get into Judas's character, you know, say like get into his inner monologue maybe, or at least give a good accounting of like his motivations. No, just Judas Garrity betrayed him. It's like, oh, okay, cool. That's really, you really know how to tell a story, Bible. These 12 Jesus sent forth and he commanded them saying, go not in the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. More evidence, again, that Jesus thinks the end times are coming. The kingdom of heaven is at hand, he says. So we're, we're, we're right there. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you've received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses, nor scrip, for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves, for the workman is worthy of his meat. And into whatsoever town or city you shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till you go thence. And when you come into a house, salute it. <laughs> oh, okay. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Sorry, guys. This is going to be tough. It really is. The dust of your feet. Verily, I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Wow. Okay. The day of judgment, which, by the way, is close at hand, according to Jesus, Behold, I sent you forth, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Well, I got to say, if he gave them power to cleanse disease, power over spirits, like all kinds of supernatural powers, if they're like supermen, I'm not sure what they're worried about. If they're sheep in the midst of wolves, yeah, except I can cure death. Um, I'm not that afraid of wolves. (laughs) If me and my posse have supernatural powers, I'm not too scared of non-supernatural people, to be honest. But uh, especially before guns. <laughs> maybe once we invented, maybe once humans invented guns, sure, maybe they have a chance against Jesus. But uh, but but just like what pitchforks, if that, <laughs> pitch, you know, not swords. Not really worried. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils and they will scourge you in their synagogues and you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. 
But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death, and the father the child, and the children shall rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And ye shall be hatred of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. I wonder if at that point the twelve disciples were like, mm, doing the collar thing of like, yeah, hey, I... So I signed up for this disciple thing because there's a, um, a, a free potluck or rather a potluck that was going to happen. And I, I like potlucks. Um, I brought, did you see, I brought um, this uh, very delicious spaghetti squash, uh, by the way. So everyone, please help yourself. So I, I that's why I joined it. But I'm, I'm worried maybe this is not something I have time for. <laughs> it's maybe not a hobby, uh, an interest group that I want to join just, you know, I was just looking for something to do nights and weekends, you know, cause I got, I have my job. I'm a publican. I don't know if you know that. Uh, <laughs> so I do my publicing, publicaning, my pelicaning during the day. And, um, and, but at night I found myself with not much to do. So I joined this little group, this meetup group, just thinking, Oh, I hang out with some people. You like minded people, you know, there's some stuff I didn't really get about, and, you know, heaven and so, I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun. Wacky group. This doesn't sound very good. It sounds like we're going to be hated by everybody for no reason, um, especially because I didn't do anything. Like, I just hang, I'm just here for, the again, spaghetti squash that I brought. I'm uh, just here to enjoy the, the potluck. So, I, I, so what, I, what I'm saying is I, I, I don't think this is the group for me. So I, I'm going to – if you don't mind, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see myself out. I'm going to leave the dish. Um, cause I feel like that would be in bad taste, but if you don't mind, could somebody stop by? Cause that's, that's good. Um, Tupperware that I brought that in. Would you mind if anyone could, could stop by after, uh, and after you're done, but, but by all means, enjoy the, the squash. Uh, so see you guys later. Good luck. Sounds like a hell of a group. I, again, it's just not the one for me. So I wonder, I mean, maybe actually, maybe that, that did happen, but it was like disciple, you know, J- Jerry, <laughs> Jared, the disciple, um, but the, he was written out of the book. It was like, well, I guess we just won't count him because I started writing him into the book, but I guess I'll have – well, and then again, this was written 80 years later, so I'm sure you, they didn't remember that particular scene that I definitely described, which was real, you know, which was which was 100% real. Yeah, right when the, the – you shall be hated of all my men for my namesake. That's where it's like, ah, what's in this for me exactly? What am I getting out of this? But when they persecute you in this city, flee ye to another city. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man be come. That's interesting. Till the Son of Man be come. So he's like, oh, by the time you got – so Jesus – again, I think personally my my theory after – just general knowledge and being an atheist and hearing people talk about it and blah, blah, blah. I think that Jesus may not have believed he's the son of God, um, especially because I, I think I may have mentioned this, but that's the whole reason Jews are Jews. <laughs> Guys, if you want to know why Jews are Jews, and I'm sure you already know this, um, because Jews think the, uh, whoever it is, the prodigal son, the, the, the prophesied uh, son of God or, or prophet or whatever it is, the, the, the second, no, not the second coming, the first coming, <laughs> they think that that's still going to happen. They don't think that was Jesus. 
So they were, because there were Jews around at the time, and they're like, oh, we're Jews, that's cool, we have the Old Testament. I wonder when that, uh, you know, when the prophecy will be fulfilled. Jesus came and went. Um, they're like, nope, not him. Uh, well, some people were like, oh, that's him. And others were like, no, not him. And some people think that Jesus didn't think he was the son of God. And this is interesting. I mean, I also don't trust any one given verse uh, because um, I learned from like Richard Carrier and other biblical scholars, actually, and, and Bart Ehrman, that who knows which verses were just written in by someone way later on. Um, so it's hard to know for sure. But I wonder if uh, if if Jesus thought. But then again, now that I think about it, now that I think about it, if if these were written by people who were believers that Jesus was the second or was I keep saying the second coming, it's not what I mean. That Jesus was the Son of God, uh, then it would not make sense for Jesus's words to not reflect that. So now that I think about it, maybe I'm looking too much into this. So, uh, but I, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Because he says, like, you shall not be gone over the seas of Israel till the Son of Man be come. It's like, well, who is that? Are you doing it? Is that you? Are you doing that? The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be his master, as his master, and the servant as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call him of his household? Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in the darkness that ye speak in light, and what you hear in the ear that ye that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. <laughs> are you killing my body? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Are you killing my soul? No, I don't know how to do that. Oh, okay. Carry on. That's fine. Just are you're just killing my body, right? Yeah, I'm killing the shit out of your body right now. I'm just killing it. I'm killing your body as hard as I can right now. Okay, yeah, I feel that. That that's uncomfortable. I don't like that. But are you are you killing my soul? No, I don't know how to kill your soul. Okay. That's fine. Just just make sure just don't kill my soul if you don't mind. Kill my body as much as you want. And thank you. I don't I that doesn't really work for me. Fear not them which kill the body but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Really for me, those are close to as bad. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? <laughs> I don't know. And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. Okay. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, fear ye not, therefore ye are of more value than many sparrows. Okay, how many sparrows? Because, <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to depend. Am I more in value than like three sparrows? Because I feel like that's not great. That's not that great. If it's like 3,000 sparrows, now we're talking. Still feel like that's not worth very much. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But so, but whosoever shall deny me before men, him also will I deny before my Father, which is in heaven. So he's like, look, guys, and this is pretty typical for people making up a God that doesn't exist. He's like, hey, if you all do what I say, Although for Jesus, he had a nicer message. So it's not like he's, I don't look at Jesus as like a great con man because it doesn't really make sense. Like, seems like Jesus really believes in what he's saying, but still he's saying like, Hey guys, so I talked to, I talked to the guy that you all can't see. <laughs> Talk to him. He said, if you stick with me 
then I can, I'll, I will vouch for you. Sorry, he didn't say that. That's not what I meant. To say. I will vouch for you with a guy that you can't see that only I know exists for sure. Uh, if you stick, if you do what I say, if you don't do what I say, uh, then I'm going to not tell the imaginary thing that I know exists that you don't. I'm not going to tell him that you're with me. Okay. So you better just, you know, do what I say or else. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. What? And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Wow. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Someone has a pretty high idea of themselves. <laughs> Jesus is pretty full of himself here. Wow. I, I mean... Even if I were the son of God, I'd be like, look, I recognize you probably love your mom and dad and brothers and sisters. You probably love them more than you love me. But if you love me a little bit, then that's cool. <laughs> it's, I mean, maybe I have a little bit lower self-esteem, but it's probably how I, what I would say. Guys, try to like me as much as you can. <laughs> In fact, Donnie, that's fine. If you this, this Again, this is Thomas as Jesus. My sons and daughters, love me more than now. No, no, that doesn't sound right. Look, everyone, just if you don't love me, then it's probably my fault. So don't worry about it. (laughs) That would be Thomas of Nazareth, Thomas Christ. Guys, got a message for you. Don't love me if you don't want to. I understand. I personally am not a huge fan. Um, If you do like me, that's pretty cool. This is my Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are you, pretty much everyone, except assholes. Not blessed are the assholes. That's all. I'm not going to name everyone else who's blessed because that's everybody except assholes. Got it? Also... You, again, no requirement to love me. That's not required. I, I completely understand. I believe I more than understand. Um, seeing as how I am Thomas Christ, though, if you could do what God says and stuff, that would be great. Uh, love God if you want. Uh, I don't know why he needs it, but I haven't talked to him in a while. But again... I am Thomas Christ, so I feel like I would not be doing my job if I didn't tell you that you probably should love him, just in case that ends up making sense. Because right now it doesn't to me, but what can I say? (laughs) I guess maybe there's a reason I'm not Jesus, (laughs) or really anyone. (laughs) Look, guys, there's a reason I'm not anyone important, because I just don't, I can't do it. I I just, that's, that's all I got. Um, and he, yeah, let's see. He that taketh not his cross and followeth after me. Well, what was this cross imagery already? Is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Hmm. Also finders keepers. If you find someone else's life, (laughs) he that receiveth you receiveth me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. This is getting confusing. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. He that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's award. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these 
Little ones, a cup of cold water, only in the name of a disciple. Verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. Matthew 11, And it came to pass, when Jesus had made an end of commanding his twelve disciples, they all quit. (laughs) Once again, they're like, I don't know what's in this for me, to be honest. He departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John had heard, In the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said to them, Well, if you're looking for a totally rocking son of God with a six-pack, then I think he lifts up his shirt. I think you're looking right. Look no further. Uh, Go and shoe John against those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and even Nickelback. No, I couldn't do anything about Nickelback. Sorry. They are just as bad. Actually, they're a little worse. I try. <laughs> I, tu- I, 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 get, I went over to Nickelback. I touched them with my Jesus hands, and it actually made them worse. They're, they are, there's, they are resistant. That is the devil's work. I have no, I have no power over them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me, because I say what I think. Okay, <laughs> I, I say the truth. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see, a reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out for to see, a man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. Okay. But what went ye out to see, a prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Not, I like that. I like that little um, sort of backhanded compliment. Like, yeah, well, uh, let me try to think. Uh, this is Jesus, of course. He's like, I'm trying to think. I'd say of all the people who are, you know, born of women, <laughs> like uh, losers, I'd say of all those kind of people, probably John the Baptist is like the best, but I mean, that's really, it's a consolation award at that. I mean, it's again, you were born of woman, so it's not, how good, how good could you be really? Um, uh, but, uh, there's a guy coming up later named McDuff who I think, is that the guy? Am I thinking of the right thing? Get back to me guys. McDuff. Someone will know this. Is he the right one? And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied prophesied until John. And if you will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. Elias, I don't know. He that he hath ears to hear, let him hear. But whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the markets and calling unto their fellows, and saying, We have piped unto you, and ye have not danced. We have mo- <laughs> I like that. If you pipe unto someone, they have to dance. <laughs> it's like dance. Uh, we have more. It's an, it's an old law. That, that would be a good law, actually. I would go for that. But it has to be a real pipe, like an old wooden pipe. And you have to pull it out and play a real song. Like, you can't just be garbage. Like, it has to be like, like some, you know. And then they, it's like, oh, man, I was just dancing. Just, you're the second guy today 
to pipe me, to pipe unto me. Could you stop? What do I have a face that says like pipe unto me? Is that what I'm wearing a shirt that says please pipe unto Oh, I am. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. Well, then, okay. I understand that. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he hath a devil. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they say, behold, a man gluttonous and wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners, but wisdom is justified of her children. Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. Woe unto thee, Chorazin! Woe unto thee, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you... (laughs) No, they're cities. ...had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes... (laughs) That sounds to me like the like when a comedian is like, "Hello, the greatest city in the world, Boston." Woo! And everyone's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Look, I was uh, so I was over in Chos- Chorazin and Bethsaida." Boo! Yeah, I know, I know, I know. They I, look, I did miracles in them, and they didn't even repent. If if I had done these miracles in Boston, you guys would have repented months ago. Yeah, woo! That's what it sounds like. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which have been done in thee had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast rid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And to, Just wrap it up, Jesus. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Sure, that's what he tells us. I don't know, don't you guys feel like that's a bit of a um, Tom Sawyer? No, I think it's Huck. No, it's Tom Sawyer thing of like, you know, ah, oh, man, my yoke is easy. My burden. So he say, he, tell, he tells everyone to take on his burden because it's light or something like Somehow, but I bet that's like a man. Boy, do I love whitewashing this fence! It is so fun. I wish I could do it all day. Hey, tell you what, I'm gonna because you know we're friends, okay? Because we're friends, I'm gonna give you a deal. I'm gonna don't tell everybody else. I'm gonna let you whitewash this fence for like an hour, okay? But don't let it get out there because it is fun. All right. So at that time, Jesus went on, this is Matthew 12. This is actually a short reading because of the way the page numbers worked out, but it's taking forever and this chapter is really long. So what do you know? At that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the corn and his disciples were and hungered and began to pluck the ears of corn to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, Behold, thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do upon the Sabbath day. Oh, yeah, that's bad. But he said unto them, Have not ye read what David did when he was anhungered, and they that were with him? How he entered unto the house of God and did eat shrew bread, 
which was not lawful for him to eat, to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath days the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? But I say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple. But if ye had known what this meaneth, I will have mercy uh, and not sacrifice, ye would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord of even the Sabbath day. Interesting. And when he was departed thence, he went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man which had his hand withered. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days? <laughs> that they might accuse him. And he said unto them, What man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep? And if it fall into the pit on a Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? Eh, 1.3 times better. Wherefore is it lawful to do well on the Sabbath days? I actually remember, wasn't that an example? Like, are you allowed to save your sheep on the Sabbath day or something? I want to Google this. I kind of remember something about this. Yeah, I found that uh, you're allowed to rescue an animal on the Sabbath. And that's and I found a like a Jewish source for that, which means it's in the Old Testament somewhere. For some reason, I couldn't find it based on my search. But whatever. I think I remember something like that. Like if, if one of your animals is like dying or trapped in a, a, a well. <laughs> anyway. But what I found funny, this is hilarious, guys. So we have Jesus H. Christ, who is a miracle worker, the son of God. And, and we're just going with the whole premise of the books, like assuming these books represent reality. The dude is walking around curing people, like raising the dead, doing all kinds of stuff. And then someone <laughs> – so he uh, – so some people are what? They're like gathering food on the Sabbath and then some other people are like, whoa, what are you doing? And then Jesus is like, dude, I can do whatever I want on the Sabbath. I'm, I'm God. And then he starts – he, there's a guy whose hand is all messed up and they're like, whoa, whoa, Jesus, are you allowed to heal that guy's hand on the Sabbath? Because that's the day of rest. <laughs> Talk about simple minded. Once I see a dude performing actual miracles, I'm going to go ahead and say like he's allowed to, you know, I, I don't know, just breaks certain rules. You know what I mean? It's like it's like asking if the teacher, if it's OK, if the teacher can chew gum but the kids can't or something like, you know, it's like the dude's doing miracles. I don't think he's subject to the same rules that you or I are. I just think it's funny. They're like trying to entrap him. And he said unto them, what man shall there be among you that shall have one? Ch oh, I already read that. <clears throat> yep. Got that. Then saith he to the man, stretch forth thine hand. He stretched it forth and it was restored whole. Like as the other, then the Pharisees went out and held a council against him, how they might destroy. Why? Why? Why do they want to destroy Jesus? Everyone's out to get poor old Jesus. All he's doing is blowing everyone's minds with miracles. Yet everyone's like, we got, we got to find a way to stop this. He fixed Frank's hand. I know, I hate Frank. Dude deserved that weird hand. Like, what? what is the motivation? But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. He healed them all, guys. He healed them all. And charged them that they should not make him known, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Esaias the prophet, saying, Behold my servant, whom I have chosen, my beloved, and whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he shall shew judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed shall he not break, 
and a smoking flax shall he not quench till he send forth judgment into victory. And in his name shall the Gentiles trust. Uh, Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him. And so much, it's just easy. He just knocks, bam. Oh, what's that? You're totally like dead. Oh, bam. And yet the Pharisees want to get rid of him. I just, it's, and all the people were amazed and said, is this not the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard of it, for some reason, they said, this fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of devils. Yeah, sure. I think I said devils, probably because Beelzebub, the bee, had bees on my tongue. Hmm. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. A house divided shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? If I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they should be your judges. What? That doesn't make sense. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. <clears throat> or how else can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his good, his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. But the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto man. And whoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. Neither in this world, neither the world to come. Was anyone talking about the Holy Ghost? Because I didn't hear that. I heard a lot of people hating Jesus. Like, dude, I hate this Jesus guy. We got to get rid of him. I didn't hear a lot of people say like, man, you know, I hate the Holy freaking Ghost. He's just, he's up there all day, acting all important, you know, like, what, is it, what does he do? He's like, oh, I'm the Holy Ghost. No, I'm holy. Wait, why are you holy? You just, you're just a ghost. There's not, I, I didn't hear a lot of that, so I'm not sure what that means. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by his fruit. Yeah, okay, I get it. O generation of vipers, how can ye bring, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart of the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But yeah, because no one ever tricked anyone. It's always they just do exactly the good, whatever they are. That every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. Oh, really? Because the 9,000 people that have cured at this point, not a good enough sign? Do I need to cure my 9,001th person? But he answered them and said, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, plus I've given a million of them. There shall be no sign given but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, and whale, by the way, oh, great fish, sorry, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. What? Is he going to dig down in the core of the earth and rest? The man of Nivene shall rise in judgment with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonas. And behold, 
a greater than Jonas is here. Joe Jonas or Joe, or is that one of the Jonas brothers? Nick Jonas. Uh, the queen of the South shall rise up in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it for she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold, a greater than Solomon is here. When the unclean spirit, someone thinks a lot of rather highly of himself. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. When he has come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. Um, then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be unto this wicked generation. While yet he talked to the people, behold, his mother and his brethren stood without, desiring to speak with him. Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to speak with thee. Okay. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. Jeez, what did Mary do? For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Then they were like, no, your actual mother and your brother, like they actually want, you know, you didn't, you didn't come home last holiday season, which doesn't exist yet. <laughs> um, and they just miss you. No, my brethren is the people who follow me, my disciples, those are my brethren. No, no, your mom's here trying to talk to you. She's, you didn't send her anything for Mother's Day. She's like, no, no, only the ones who do. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So that was fun. Uh, that's it for today. Let's check out my Patreons. Uh, I'd like to thank people who've gone to t, uh, patreon.com slash T and the B. All one word. Thank you guys so much. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, please pledge your support. Keep the show going. Now I'm going to see you. I'm going to see you. Ah, Stacy Swaney. Thank you for signing up as a patron. Um, I think I've thanked Dan Hansel and Bonnie, but sorry if I haven't. Um, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now I got to pledge my top donors, John Bodley, Marcel, Stacy Swaney, George Green, Sarah McPike, Scott McFarland, Charles Bangweiner, Tom Chambers, Brian Garefort, Lee Primesberger, John P., David Vandervlies, Travis Peterson, Eriberto, Rob, and thank you. That's it. All right. I love you guys. Patreon.com slash TNTheB if you'd like to support me. It's much appreciated. Support the show. Help me get through Jesus. Um, and that's it. That was episode 200, guys. That wasn't so hard. Uh, so thank you, and I will see you all next week. <laughs>